0: And be sure to tell them the Bro Country podcast sent you in the How Did You Hear About go section of the application. Welcome to the Bro Country Podcast. My name is Joey, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host. Hey man, it's Chris. How's it going today? Good, buddy. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. 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 Just always excited to talk to you. Yeah, man. We've got a pretty cool episode tonight, guys. We're actually going to be doing our News Out Nashville segment. We're going to talk about a few things, and then we're going to actually move on to our CMA award predictions. So we're going to Predict who we think is going to win each major category. So I'm super excited for this one. What do you say, man? <laughs> well, I I always predict the CMAs, anyways, but they're but
1: they're not on record. So this will be the this will be the first year that I'll have to I'll have something that I actually can go by because
0: I, I usually change my mind five times before the awards start. <laughs> I'm kind of the same way. I'm never good at guessing them though. So that's funny. I'll, I'll probably I'll probably bomb it. But uh, right. yeah, so let's kick this It'll one off, man. Uh, we'll do our news out of Nashville segment. Yeah, man, what's what's going on in Nashville this week? So we've got some uh, some bad news. We lost two legends in the Nashville scene uh, recently. Uh, Jerry Jeff Walker, a songwriter uh, famously known for writing Mr. Bojangles, uh, yep. just recently passed away at age seventy eight due to cancer. So uh, condolences to his family and friends and everybody that's hurting due to that loss. Um, and then J T. Cornfloss, who's a musician that played on uh, many major artists' songs, uh, he passed away as well. So again, condolences and uh, love and prayers out to all of his friends and family as well. Yeah, and, it, I mean, it it looked like he was uh,
1: he had played on a bunch of stuff, but I know you had mentioned that he had played on a couple of uh,
0: of Luke Bryan songs, right? Yeah, yeah. Luke Bryan just made a big post a couple hours ago on Fa- or uh, Instagram, excuse me. And uh, I mean, he was on, <clears throat> excuse me, Countryman, uh, What makes you country? Drink a beer. Uh, hunting, fishing, loving every day. I mean, he was on a lot of Luke's bigger hits. So. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to those songs, the
1: the guitar solos and the guitar looks really make those songs. And I think Luke kind of mentioned that in his in his post about you know people think about lyrics and the and the singer, but you know the the music and especially the guitar in country music is just so prominent
0: and means so much to these songs. Oh yeah, it, it can make it or break it. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. And, um other than the sad news, we got some good news. Uh, we had some major music releases this week. Uh, Drew Parker dropped his EP "While You're Gone." Luke Combs dropped his deluxe album "What You See Ain't Always What You Get." Uh, we'll That's be right, reacting man. to that here in just a bit and uh, let you guys know our thoughts on that. Uh, but Chris, what's what? What do the charts look like this week? Well, let's see. It's uh, we're sitting here Sunday
1: evening, so the uh, the number one country song for the week just came out they just they just posted what it's gonna be and it's actually gonna be a song that uh, we heard live a couple times last year probably it's uh, some girls by Jameson Rogers who, okay. uh, you know opened up well, what probably ha- most of last year's tour for Luke mm-hmm. and uh, had it had a collaboration earlier this year with Luke so he's really uh, he's really taken off he's kind of in that group with with a lot of those guys and uh, yeah it's his debut single, and it is uh, first week at number one. So, some girls for Jameson Rogers, that's, and that's huge. The number one album this week is Luke's. He he retakes Ooh. it. And, yep, and it's uh, let's see, thirty weeks. Mm-mm. It's been number one now. So, the debut had fifty weeks, and then the prequel was number one for one week, and now uh, the newer album has been number one for thirty weeks, and that's ahead of. The deluxe that came out this
0: week, which uh, you know we're gonna go out on a limb and assume it's number one next yeah, week. So, yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. It's impressive, and as you guys know, we're huge Luke fans. So, uh, congrats to Jameson on that number one, and Luke for taking back over the number one spot on the album. So that's yep. that's great. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, uh, speaking of, uh, like I mentioned, the new releases, uh, Drew Parker's EP dropped. Uh, great! I, I thought it was awesome, man. Uh, you got songs like "While You're Gone," "All the Beers," "Hell Yes," yeah, "Say When I'm In," uh, "Party in the Back." I was lying. The runway. Uh, he had a little studio chat segment and uh, a song called "House Band." So, what what were your thoughts on Drew's EP? Uh, well, I I am just loving
1: "While You're Gone." Like I, I know that's the one that they're pushing right now, and it, it got pushed to serious and. It's the name of the EP, so obviously they were they were pretty confident in it. And it is, mm-hmm. there's just I don't know, the chorus is, you know, it's just I've been it's been on repeat here recently. I really like, um, I really like I was lying. Mm-hmm. Um, those are probably those are probably my two favorites from from the EP. What, what about you, Joe?
0: Yeah, I, I love while you're gone, um, the runway. That that one is probably my favorite from the EP. I think that is a great song. He's played that live for a while. And uh, the fans have been wanting that one for so long. He's teased it on TikTok and things, and I'm just stoked he fine dropped it. But I would say if I had to pick top three from this EP for Drew, I'm going to yeah. go The Runway, uh, While You're Gone, and whew, probably I Was Lying. I, I do love that song. Yeah,
1: I mean... I mean, you're you're a ginormous Drew fan, and you've definitely got me on on board with it. But I mean, you you've been listening to the to the couple tracks that that had not been released yet as live tracks. How do you think uh, all the beers and the runway compared to the the live versions that that you had you had listened to before?
0: Oh, I think they're great. I think they're produced very well. Uh, the instrumentation is amazing. Uh, the delivery is just as good as live, if not at better. Uh, I yeah. mean. Uh, all the beers, that's going to be a fun one to keep hearing live, especially after more of the fans get to know it and uh, Drew's career takes off a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I mean, know. he's,
0: you know, the way
1: they produce him is very, very traditional. So, I mean, his mm-hmm. his vocal is just straight vocal. I mean, there, it doesn't sound like they... They do anything to his vocals on the track, and then the, mm-hmm.
0: you know, the instrumentation is just straight up ninety early nineties country. I mean, Absolutely, and that's yeah, going to be a huge he, win for him, I think, going forward. It. Yeah, because yeah. that that sounds coming back. I mean, you know, you've got guys like Luke Morgan Wall and Riley Green, John Party, that yeah. are going back to that kind of sound. And I mean, Drew, I don't know how he hasn't blown up yet. I mean, but now he's got some music out and. I think when he, if, you know, as long as we get live music next year, if he's able to go out on tour with Luke as planned, I think that's going to be huge for him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, yeah, Drew, Drew Parker's awesome. If you guys haven't heard him yet, go check him out. His EP just dropped a few days ago. It's called While You're Gone, uh, streaming on all major platforms. Go check him out on Facebook, too. He's always uh, interacting with fans and going live and playing songs and stuff. So, he's, he's awesome. But uh, yeah, And I think actually
1: he and Jameson wrote. On the EP so I know I know mm-hmm. Jameson has a cut on the EP with him so mm-hmm. Jameson has the number one song in country Drew's got brand new music coming out Drew as we're getting ready to get into with Luke's deluxe he's involved in that too so all these guys mm-hmm. are just kind of you know tied in together
0: here and yeah. producing some music that we definitely love so it's cool too because I, I watched something on a uh, Sirius XM's uh, Instagram page I believe they were, uh, someone from Sirius was interviewing Drew, and they were like, I think they asked him something like, along the lines of, you know, what is it about you guys that, you know, it's like sprinkling magic fairy dust on you guys when you get together (laughs) to write songs, like, what is it like, and Drew said something along the lines of, like, you know, when I get with Ray and Luke, I just kind of know what they're thinking, and before they even say it, and, you know, we just like writing songs that we would like to hear, whether that's uh, a song like One Too Many, where you can turn up and go honky-tonking or uh, songs that make you want to get, you know, sit around and mope and cry about things, so, or <laughs> something that's to right. that regard anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so true because they, their lyrics, you know, all those guys in that group are just so relatable and um, just real, you know. I agree. Absolutely. But yeah. yeah I, have, I have a feeling that, that you know, that
1: this, uh, this EP came out and, I mean, obviously Drew is, you know, He's an incredible writer, so I'm, I'm assuming that he's got a lot of stuff that he's already wrote that he's saving for what's next. And and mm-hmm. you know there's a there's a good chance that while you're gone, is going to take off on Sirius, mm-hmm. and you know we're going to revisit this EP and whatever Drew puts out next as kind of his first big collection of of what's to come for him because mm-hmm. I, I think I think there's there's definitely more to
0: come from Drew for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, he's put out great songs even before this EP. It's just that he he's not really that well-known and wasn't at that point because he's still up and coming. I mean, you've got songs like California For You, Daddy Did, you know, songs like that that are just great, well-written, well-played songs that just Absolutely. haven't really made it out into the world yet. And I'm like, kind of like when Luke was up and coming with Songs like "Can I Get an Outlaw," "She Got the Best of Me," um, I know she ain't ready. Like all those yep. deep cut hidden gems. Yep. Yeah, Moonshine. How could I forget that? <laughs> you know, just these deep cut songs that they put out, and you know, I, th- I think that as he blows up, those will come to surface even more. So. Yeah, I agree. So I guess
1: it's
0: time to jump into the big one. What do you think? Yeah, let's let's jump into the big one. <laughs> yeah. Luke Combs' deluxe album "What You See Ain't Always What You Get." that's right man yeah it's you know stayed up till obviously stayed up till midnight on Thursdays to just to just to hear them i mean yeah we both did man and i was yeah. having trouble getting them on spotify you know and i, I think i texted you i'm like i can't get them and you're like go to youtube <laughs> so i jumped over on youtube and they were right there for me to listen to but yeah um, you've got uh, five tracks that dropped with this deluxe album cold as you the other guy my kind of folk Without You, which was actually released a little bit ago, so Without You's kind of been out for a little bit, and the smash hit Forever After All.
1: Yep. So. Yeah, he kind of, I mean, this is, um, Luke is kind of following in the same formula that he did for the debut album. You know, I mean, he mm-hmm. he, he he released a, a deluxe for the debut that had five songs on it, just to kind of give the fans just a, a little taste of what was next. So, I mean, yeah. You know, he released 17 songs on the on on this album, and then he gave us six feet apart, at, you know, five or, about five or six months ago. Now he's releasing five more, and you know, I think that we can both say that he gave he gave us a little bit of of everything that makes Luke <laughs> Luke
0: on mm-hmm. on these five tracks. What, oh, yeah. what what do you what do you think of them there, Joey? Yeah, I agree, man. I I think this may have been like. I don't want to call it an EP, but like between all his EPs and like deluxe albums, I think this is probably the most solid five tracks he's put out in this type of format. Um, I know that might be going on a limb, and some people might not agree with me, but I think these are five really good songs. And uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, let's I just uh,
1: let's just let's just run run through them here. So, I mean, the the first
0: track is "Cold as You." What's your what? What do you think on that one? Love it. Good storytelling song about a guy who's heartbroken over a girl that uh you know he wishes his beer as cold as you or whatever and it's i love it i think it's awesome kind of punch you in the face type song delivery wise you know and um yeah
1: i love it yeah i mean he wrote it with randy montana and and jonathan singleton so these are the these are the dudes that he wrote beer never broke my heart with so it's definitely Mm -hmm. got that just you know like you said just hits you right in the face and you know, it it lets it lets Luke do what Luke does vocally. So it really it's really coming at you. You know, he debuted this one on the on the Opry with Craig Morgan with a little snippet, and then he and then he did the acoustic video of it. So we we knew this one coming into the uh, deluxe, and it I, I definitely does not disappoint. It's 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 right exactly. I think what what
0: I would have expected it to be. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yep. Yeah. And, I mean, like you mentioned, he played it earlier um, at the Opry, and, you know, he teased it with his little social media things that he does that I hate so much, but I appreciate <laughs> still as a fan. That's right. Because he uh, wants his people to like what he's going to put out, so I get the, get the marketing scheme behind all that. I wouldn't call it a scheme, but I get the marketing mindset behind all that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's great. I love it. Um, then you move forward to the other guy. And what, what were your thoughts on the other guy?
1: Well, I mean, as we talked last week or the week before, it's a it's a song that him and Rowdy had wrote, you know, a couple couple three years ago, I think, that Job Fortner had recorded, and then he'd kind of just disappeared for a while. And I think most people think thought that you know we probably wouldn't hear from it again. It's I'm not going to say it, I'm not going to say it's my favorite track from the album, but it might be the one that I'm looking forward to live the most. I think the chorus on it, mm. Luke, Luke, had they they had this ability to write. Choruses that are literally built for fifteen thousand people to sing back to them, and you know, and this mm-hmm. is a kind of a slower song about a guy that's going through um, a breakup and trying to pretend like he's okay, but he's not really okay. Mm-hmm. And it's not a song that you would think you're going to jam out to or sing to, but in my mind, it just I, I can hear what it's going to sound like when when we finally get back to shows.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. It's definitely going to be one that the crowd catches on to and just delivers right back to him. I think so. I'm, yeah, I'm I mean, you. I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it's
1: the next radio single. I think that I think that after Better Together, they will they'll veer off into you know something a little a slightly different. You know, I think the fans are going to expect one thing. But I think Luke is, if I had to predict right now, I would say The Other Guy will be the next radio single. But Yeah, you
0: know, we'll, we'll see. yeah. I think that's a fair statement because I think that uh, they're going to have to step away from the lovey-dovey stuff for a couple tunes and yeah. to some heartbreak or honky-tonk type sound just to yeah. switch things up at radio, so I'm with you on that. Yeah. But yeah, The Other Guy is great, and we did talk about that a couple weeks ago and uh, how Joe was supposed to cut it and then somehow it kind of came to fruition that Luke cut it, which is cool because... Luke can sing anything; and it sounds great. I'm just kind of curious what happened there, but um, either way, it's out in the world. It's a great song. Uh, go check it out. Um, and then you've got uh, "My Kind of Folk." I, that was a good one. I, I really like that. What do you think about that one, man? Uh, well, it's it's probably the one that we knew
1: the least about, and it's got a real. I love the the way the music opens on it. I mean, it's kind of a you know. I mean, he's got other songs similar to this. I mean, it's you know, it's about way, the way of life and. You know what people do, where where Luke comes from, and it's kind of just a a general song that everybody can relate to. But that's kind of what Luke does is he writes these songs that literally everybody can relate to. So I mean, it's you know it's a it's one that it'll you know it's it's probably
0: you know if I was ranking them it'd probably be lower on the list, but it's still an amazing song. Yeah, kind of like your blue collar living. You know, I think he says something like whatever, what doesn't matter what you do, but we always do it good or something like that, talking about their careers and. Uh, letting loose on the weekend, on Friday and Saturday, going to church on Sunday, then clocking back in on Monday morning on time. So it's a good, it's yeah, it, it'll be a good one live. I, it I agree be, with you. Yeah. It it may be probably, I hate to say this, it, probably my least favorite from the releases, yeah. though. But it's still yeah. a good song. It's not bad. Um, I don't yeah, think, I think you can put out a bad we're, song. But. We're, we're seeing eye to eye on, on, on these songs here, Joey, I think. Yeah, I think so, yeah. too. And then uh, you've got Without You, which is kind of like his... Anthem on this album to uh, thank his parents, thank his fans, thank his fianc or his wife. Now, excuse me, let me let me step back there. They they are now married. Give Nicole a shout out there. Yeah, Nicole Nicole Combs, almost or Nico Hawking on Twitter, whatever you want to call her. But yeah, shout out to her. That's Um, right. But yeah, that's kind of like his uh, anthem to thank them because he couldn't be who he is without them. And that that track just hit me so hard when I saw it teased like a year ago. It was about a year ago, I think. Yeah, last, uh, last fall. Yeah. yeah, last fall, and he, uh, that verse about, you know, um, worked overtime to buy the tickets, the gas, the beer, the babysitters, paid 20 damn dollars for a place to park, you know, got in line early to grab your spot. I mean, that just is so relatable to uh, anybody that's probably been to a Luke show, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, or a live show, period, because, you know, you, you may not have necessarily had to work overtime to get the tickets, but you're, you're like, damn, i got to pay 20 bucks to park shoot, we got to get in line, you know, two to four, six hours early so we can get in the front of the pit, and it's just uh, really cool. I, I like how he wrote that song, and uh, yeah, I love it. And then, Yeah, uh, I mean, he he wrote it
1: with White Durrett, who is kind of known for most of the Zach Brown singles, but he's kind of, him and Luke have really got an interesting partnership here. He wrote, even though I'm leaving with him mm-hmm. and uh, Ray, and then he wrote Beautiful Crazy with Rowdy, and so... Um, they're really they're great they're great story songs and very descriptive and mm-hmm. without you is a very very descriptive song about you know what what matters to Luke and and uh, you know Luke it's, it's he's kind of mentioned it's kind of a sequel to this one's for you and yeah. it's just a it you know long term it's probably gonna be my favorite one from the from the record because it's just mm-hmm. you know there's not a lot of people put that put out songs like this and yeah. Luke you know Luke does it you know, about as everybody talks about how humble Luke is and how he acts humble, but then you hear a song like this, and you know, it makes you realize
0: exactly how appreciative he is of what, of where he is and what he has. Yeah, absolutely, I agree with you. And then uh, wrapping up the deluxe, we have Forever After All, which was teased on TikTok what a few weeks ago, about a month ago now probably. Yeah, and about then. A month ago. Uh, yeah so what, what do you think about forever after all man
1: well i mean it's the smash it's yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> to say is, the least it is it is beyond the smash it's got the it's definitely going to be the fastest start for any luke song that he's had you know luke has kind of he's kind of to the point in his career now where he's the star in country music so when there's when there's new music coming out it's going to get the ultimate attention and this is the song that's getting the most attention. We're, you know, we're going to be back here next week probably talking about how high it debuted on the Hot 100. And it's mm-hmm. probably going to be the number one country, hot country song next week. It, it obviously won't be the number one song on radio because it's not the radio single. But it is flying. I mean, the, the amount of streams and the amount of sales for this song already are
0: incredible. Um, oh yeah. What and it, and, it, and it's a great song. But Absolutely. I mean, it, what it's yeah. sitting at number 1 all genre on iTunes right now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, number one, number right. 1 on on iTunes since it came out Thursday night. You know, above <laughs> some huge pop music heavy hitters and yeah. it is not, you know, the it is not common for for country stars to have um, you know, to number be one all above genre. the yeah, to be above the, you know, the Ariana Grandes and the Justin Bieber's and the Taylor you know, Swift. these, you know, yeah. it's for a cut usually for a country for a country artist to have a hit that big they have a pop collaborator with them you know and mm. and that's you know that's that's completely cool but you know for for luke to be having this kind of success for you know a, a, a
0: love country song by himself mm. is pretty incredible absolutely and i, and I think it just kind of goes back to the not only the talent and the songwriting but the uh fact that he teases things and kind of sees how people react to him and puts them out on social media and kind of gets that hype built up around the song before he actually drops it so yeah people are anticipating that drop and well he teased I me mean, i think he
1: probably learned from this one like don't give the whole song away because he teased the very
0: end of this song but he didn't yeah. he didn't tease the whole song so maybe that'll yeah. be the new trend going forward yeah, I agree, man, and I, I thought that was, it, it threw me off, because when I actually listened to it, I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know this was going to be in here, the the first two choruses, uh, before the last chorus, or whatever, Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I've, I love that song, it's super uh, relatable to me, just kind of, you know, being married, being in love with my wife, blah, 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 and right. uh, I think a lot of people feel that way, you know, and I'm, I'm usually not one for the lovey-dovey tracks, you know what I mean, from any artist, not not just not Luke, but... Um, Those just usually aren't my go-to, but I've listened to this dang song so many times over the past few days. I'm like, it's so good. Well, yeah, I mean, mean, he wrote it with Rowdy, and he wrote it with Drew.
1: Yeah, so that's you know, that's always gonna. I think looking back on Luke's career and looking forward to Luke's career, when when Luke writes songs with the guys that he's been writing with for since the very beginning, there's always something a little extra special about those songs. And Mm -hmm. um, you know, this is also the fastest most upbeat of his love songs which you know it's mm-hmm. it's a little bit easier to listen to than some of the
0: other love songs and it's just gonna yeah. be the streams are gonna be insane on it yeah yep absolutely and kind of goes back to what i was saying a little bit ago that magic fairy dust that those guys have when they get together and just write because they you know they have a chemistry and they vibe so well and they know each other and they're they're a real tight-knit group of guys and um, yeah, they, they can definitely write a song, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, Drew put, or Drew or Rowdy, maybe both of them, put a picture up of the lyric sheet. When yeah, they wrote Drew. the song.
1: And it was from, they wrote this song last yeah. January. Yeah. So it's like a year and a half old that they've just been sitting on, and you know that they, they knew this was. A, probably
0: a smash the day they wrote it, you know? Oh, so, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, just cooking just it up, what, waiting wonder what else the, they're holding on to <laughs> that oh, <I laughs> we not know yet. Especially yeah. with the uh, coronavirus stay-at-home crap, I, I couldn't imagine what the, the amount of songs that they've written this year. Yeah. that They're just, like, banking for a later date. But, a uh, it, yeah, speaking of uh, just Luke and everything, uh, that live stream that he did on social media the other night was pretty cool yeah it was yeah, yeah I, I think he gets uh, i think there's so many people that are trying to watch those live streams that the that the connection gets messed up sometimes cause it, <laughs> yeah it was it was cutting in and out a little bit yeah you you can tell when there's like a spike in viewers that it starts cutting out and they were having some storms too because uh, you heard a, a rowdy say he got struck by lightning or whatever <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. i was like whatever man but uh w- we talked about this uh earlier uh, this weekend but what i thought was cool is that uh, luke kind of thanked his fans for like streaming the music buying the but you know buying the music and everything throughout this year uh, because by doing so he's been able to pay his band and i thought that was really cool and uh yeah it was really cool yeah he was just appreciative of the fans and you know kind of thanked the fans on behalf of the band and they you know i just thought that was really cool and He's he's probably paying the band on the money he makes from selling these Crocs.
1: Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> he just truth. announced this this new one that's getting ready to come out and it's gonna sell out immediately
0: too. It's fun. Oh yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of that uh, skull design on his merch. I I've, yeah. I don't know why I've just never been a big fan of it. But yeah, uh, for whatever reason, out of all the Crocs that he's dropped, I probably like those the best. Yeah, believe it or not, that. and they got the fuzzy insides like the yeah. keep your feet warm and stuff. I but I want I want them now. Yeah, yeah, I actually was thinking about ordering a pair, uh, but they never have my size really because I got a big old foot. I got a, I wear a fourteen uh, in men's, so it's like oh, the biggest that like, is a thirteen. And I ordered the sandal version, like the slides, the the most recent release before this one, and yeah. uh, they didn't fit. So I just sold them to another bootlegger for what I paid. But <laughs> that's you know, but. Anyways, All right, man. I think let's, we're, let's I get think into in the meat of this one. Yeah, yeah let's, get, let's get into it, man. Yeah, yeah How, how are go we going to run through this? Well, uh, what we'll do, we're, we're going to go through the uh, CMA Award nominees, and we're just going to predict each of us, you and I, and uh, who we think going to take the category. So I can start, and then uh, I'll start with the first category we're going to cover, which is group, and yep, then you so can who... take it from there, and we'll just alternate.
1: Yeah, let's just run
0: through... Let's just run through who the nominees are for each one, and then we'll each kind of give our opinion there. Yep, sounds good. And, uh, guys, the 54th uh, CMA Awards actually are going to air on November 11th on ABC at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure to mark your calendars for that. That's right. uh, But the first category we're going to discuss is uh, Group of the Year. So you've got Lady A, Little Big Town, Midland, Old Dominion, and Rascal Flatts. They're nominated. Uh, I will go ahead and predict... Uh, this one was hard for me. And it is because there's a bunch of them that are kind of
1: equal in this
0: one. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you, I'm gonna what do you think? go out and say Old Dominion. Okay, you know,
1: well, that's, that's kind of bold. That's, well, that's who that's who I picked too. It was I, okay. was, I, was, I was I was either leaning on uh, Lady A or Old Dominion because Lady A had a little bit of a comeback this year. They had a, they had a number mm-hmm. one earlier in the year and they've got a song climbing the charts right now. But I will go with Old Dominion just because of One main Band, which was. Just a huge smash earlier this year, so I'll probably, mm-hmm. I, think we're, I, think we're
0: I think we're on the, on right, the same page Same there, mindset man. there. Yep. yep. Okay. So what, what's our next category? We got to predict, Chris. Oh man, next one is Duo of the Year. So we got the Legends,
1: Brooks and Dunn, coming coming mm-hmm. back into the fold. We got Brothers Osborne, we got Dan and Shay, we got Florida Georgia Line (FGL), and we have
0: Maddie and Tay. That's a mm-hmm.
1: that's a tough category right there.
0: That's a strong lineup. That of, is a strong uh, lineup. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, who who do you think is going to take it?
1: Oh well, I'm I'm guessing Dan and Shea will win. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, I don't know. I mean, but I'm guessing Dan and Shay
0: will win. I I don't know how it couldn't be Dan and Shay at this point. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm no disrespect to Dan and Shea. They're one, they're very talented guys, but um, they're not necessarily my cup of tea. They're not something that I'd turn on and listen to. Um they're very successful. They've got a huge fan base. They the instruments on their songs are great. Um their voices are powerful. Yeah, Dan's voice
1: is amazing. It's just yeah
0: like you said it's probably not our cup of tea, but for what they do, they do it about as well as as anybody does it. Oh my gosh, it's insane how popular they are and how many streams they get. And and kind of what you said earlier kind of probably goes back to that uh, cross collaborations because i mean they've had justin bieber on a song and i mean that was huge for them but so i i don't know how they don't win that that category unfortunately (laughs) i'd like to see brooks and dunn take it i I just i agree yeah uh, and no disrespect to dan and shea it's just that i'd be cool to see the old timers take a take an award so to speak but and well and i think that
1: if we had you know if we had gotten a normal year, Brooks and Dunn was going to have their reunion tour, which was, mm-hmm. you know, so, sell out immediately, and it was going to be, it was going to be a huge tour. And you know, if if Luke had released One Too Many as a single, it would have helped Brooks and Dunn a little bit. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, Brooks and Dunn are, are Brooks and Dunn, but it's. It, I, I'm just guessing that it's Dan and Shay's year.
0: Makes sense. Yep, I agree with you. But, All right, uh, man. What, what what we got next? Rolling into the next category, we've got new artists. Uh, We've got Jimmy Allen, Ingrid Andres, Gabby Barrett, Carly Pierce, and Mr. Morgan Wallen. Oh, man. I'm going to go out and say Morgan Wallen because I think he's one of the hottest things in country music right now. Yep. And uh, he's had nothing but success lately. Uh, I, I don't see how he doesn't win this category. Not that the other artists haven't been amazing and put out great tracks, but... Um, just with how much he uh has blown up in the past year, or so I'm I do not see how he doesn't win that one. Yeah. I mean if it if it's based on
1: the career trajectory of the of the nominees, Morgan's, <laughs> Morgan's got it for sure. I mean, the other nominees, you know, Gabby Barrett had a ginormous hit with I mm-hmm. Hope and she coming off American from Idol. American Idol, and, Idol, yeah. Yeah, and Carly Pierce has had, you know, I hope you're happy now, which is we're we're Great gonna song. talk about it here it here in just a little bit and um, you know, Jimmy Allen's had a couple big hits, um, but it's got to be Morgan Wallen. I mean, the, yeah. the CMAs usually, um, you know, you usually only get one, maybe two chances to win new artists of the year. Mm-hmm. And they, they like, if you don't win, you know, to win the Triple Crown, you have to win new artists, either male or female, and then entertainer. As a mm-hmm. you know, in your career, and so if you don't win new artists, you can't you can't win. It. So they they almost always give it to the biggest act. So mm-hmm.
0: if they give it to the biggest act, it's it's Morgan. It's got to yeah. be Morgan. Yep. Yeah. I agree with you, man. I think we're mm-hmm. uh, we're what three for three in agreement so far. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think I think it's going to get a little these next these next yeah. couple are going to be interesting, a little then, more diverse. Yeah. Speaking so of the, what what do we got next? Yep. Song of the year. So there's I mean they do song of the year and single of the year. There's some, there's some different verbiage on what the difference is. But to me, song of the year has always been, what is the best song? What's the best written song? What's the best song that connects to people? What's the best song that's going to last? And then single, it's traditionally been, what's, what was the biggest song of the year? What was the biggest hit? What was the biggest radio single? So, I mean, a lot of people think, and you know, the song of the year goes to the song writers, not to the, not to the artist. So that's that's the other big difference there. So Song of the Year is uh, Bluebird, which was you know put out by Miranda Lambert and written by Luke Dick, Natalie Hemby, and Miranda Lambert. You've got The Bones, which was released by Marin Morris, which was written by Marin and Jimmy Rabbins and Laura Veltz. Then you've got Even Though I'm Leaving, sung by Luke Combs, written by Luke, White, Durrett, and Ray Fulcher. Then you have... I Hope You're Happy Now, which was a duet between Lee Bryce and Carly Pierce that actually was written by Luke Holmes, Carly Pierce, Randy Montana, and Jonathan Singleton. And then the last nominee is More Hearts Than Mine, which was performed by Ingrid Andrus, and she wrote it with Sam Ellis and Derek Sutherland. These
0: are all good songs, man. Gosh, that lineup for uh, I Hope You're Happy Now, Randy Montana, Luke Combs, Carly Pierce, Jonathan Singleton. Yeah, gosh, it's some tough, talented man. writers. Tough. Yep. Wow, this is a tough category, man. Who you think is going to take it? Oh, well, I think that.
1: Oh man, it's tough. I I want, even though I'm leaving, to win. But I think that Bluebird is going to win. If I if I had to guess, it's either going. to... Well, mm-hmm. I'm just going to. I'm just. I think Bluebird will win. Miranda, you know, she always. Yeah. She always writes these songs throughout the year that throughout the years of her career that you know have always just kind of been singer songwriter, very lyrically driven, and the board shows have always loved her so mm-hmm.
0: I'm guessing bluebird what what about you? Those are all good songs, man. Uh, just to keep it different i'm I'm gonna go with even though I'm leaving uh, just because that was such a well written song it was yeah, um, and I mean, like I mentioned, the writers that are on that are just freaking... Well, actually, I was talking about. I hope you're happy now. But uh, Luke Combs, White, Durrett, and Ray Fulcher, also who wrote "Even Though I'm Leaving," in there, also great uh, writers. And I think they're <laughs> yeah, very crazy. well deserving. Um, I mean, this usually there's on these categories there's usually like a front runner, but I mean, mm-hmm. I can see the bones winning because the yeah. bones was huge. for me I hope you're watch. happy I mean, now is great too. That yeah, one did good I a mean, radio. Also, I mean, uh, it, it wouldn't surprise more. me if any of if, if any of those won. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't shocked when I was looking over the nominees and saw this list. I'm like, okay, well, that makes it hard for me to kind of predict who I think is going to win. But um, I'll go with even though I'm leaving, just uh, just just okay. because I'm a Luke fanboy. I know. I know.
1: <laughs> I'm secretly hoping it, it's going to win, but I just
0: think that Miranda Miranda's going to take this one. Yeah, okay, I wouldn't so be what, surprised. I I totally agree with what you said. I th- I think that she'll probably take it, but I'm going to say Luke. But um, yeah, it would be what, cool. Either what we way. got for uh, single of the year there, Joey. Yeah, next category, we've got Single of the Year. Uh, the singles that were nominated, 10,000 Hours by Dan and Shay, Beer Never Broke My Heart by Luke Combs, Bluebird by Miranda Lambert, The Bones by Maren Morris, and I Hope by Gabby Barrett. Oh, man. Good That's five little... five
1: huge smashes. Five yeah. huge smashes. Yep. And there's three... Uh, songs by females, which is, that's, you yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah,
0: it's that's really awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Maren, Miranda, and Gabby, they're all three very talented women. You know, I, I hate to say it, but my prediction, I'm going to get 10,000 Hours by Dan and Shay. <sighs> I, I agree. I don't, I don't I agree. necessarily love it. I think it's more a pop song, um, but I don't get to decide that. So. Um, yeah, I mean,
1: it's, it's a good song. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a good song. Very it, catchy. <laughs> when you have when you have Justin Bieber on the song with you, the streams are going to. I mean, it's got almost a half a billion streams on Spotify alone,
0: just on mm-hmm. Spotify. That's nice. That's that's yeah. And it's totally Justin nuts. Bieber yeah. is a icon. You know, Justin yeah. Bieber's amazing, and uh, I like Bieber. I like a lot of his music. Yeah, um, he's super talented. He's got an amazing voice. Uh, he dances. He does the whole thing. Great performer. Um, I just don't know. I don't know. I, th- I think it'll take single of the year. Unfortunately, I think, I think it will too. I'm gonna dark
1: horse for me is "I Hope" by Gabby Barrett. Just because mm, she's be cool. she's coming off American Idol. It took this song a while to take off, but once it took off, I mean, it's still in the top thirty on the yeah. Billboard Hot 100 because it's just you know it's, it's she's gotten a lot of crossover play with it. But it's it's mm-hmm. been it's probably the it's the I think it's the biggest debut single from a female since Carrie, which would have been like oh five oh six. So Insane. Yeah, it's. I mean, just to be nominated, obviously, just to be
0: nominated is awesome. But yeah, it's um, an honor, I'm sure, for those folks that are nominated. But I think Dan and shea has got it. <laughs> if, if, now, I will say, if uh, Bluebird doesn't take Song of the Year, I, I could almost see that be a dark horse.
1: Yeah, I because mean, they, they love Miranda. I mean, they
0: do, they do. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna stick with Ten Thousand Hours by Dan and Shay. I think they're gonna take duo, and I think they're gonna take single. Uh, yeah, but, I uh, agree. It's gonna be a big. It's gonna be a big
1: night for them. Yes, sir. I think they're, per- they're performing with oh. Bieber too, so that's all. <laughs> so oh yeah, yeah, that'll, yeah. That'll be that'll be a big moment for them too.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, that's gonna be a big night for them. Uh, which I'm I'm happy for them. You know, I'm excited. They're very, like I said, they're very successful. What they do and they're they are entertaining. I mean, they sound great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, I think the
1: what we got next album of the year. Yeah, album of the year. So to me, this is the best category. Like mm. this is you look at these five nominees, and it's I mean it's this is stacked i mean you have yeah. you have heartache medication by john party which is it's an awesome album he, he actually mm-hmm. just put out a um an extended deluxe version too a couple of weeks ago that had mm-hmm. a couple extra tracks on it then you have never will by ashley mcbride that's her her uh, her second album that came out earlier this year too. yeah it's great old dominion by old dominion what you see is what you get by luke combs which everybody knows what we think <laughs> of that one probably and then Wildcard by Miranda Lambert. So all so good. Yeah, I don't this was this was the this
0: was the hardest one for me to pick. Me too. What do you, what do you think? I'm gonna go heartache medication by John Party. Oh man, that I think that's look, one of the things I best love. Best Luke more than anything, right
1: now. But I want him I want Party to win this because Luke won it last a couple months ago at the ACMs. Yeah so it's he's already got album of the year from the ACMs. And mm-hmm. Party doesn't get nominated for it's a lot like of anything, a ton of stuff, really. and this is an it's an awesome album. It really is an awesome, awesome
0: album. Yeah, do so. yourself a favor if you haven't listened to Heartache Medication by John Party, and go start playing that right now. I was like, yeah, cut, turn absolutely. this episode off, and just go yeah. listen to that album. And come back to us later because yeah, that is a freaking it is absolutely a jam. Uh, one of the best traditional sounding records uh, for modern country. I mean, it's great. We and yeah. we've talked about that a little bit before on the show, but. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going Heartache Medication, John Party. I'm I'm going to
1: – well, I mean, I want that to win, but if I had to guess, I'm going to pick Wild Card by Miranda. You know, she's – I think mm-hmm. she's won album of the year three times in the past. Mm. so Could be a big night for her too. It could be, yeah. I mean, so far I think Dana Shea and Miranda have the best chance to have a,
0: have a big night. Yeah, yep, for sure. So uh, we'll see. It's going to be exciting. But yeah. next we've got Female Vocalist of the Year – and that again nominated Miranda Lambert, Asha McBride, Maren Morris, Casey Musgraves, and Carrie Underwood. That's a I mean, this you know, that's an awesome list. And
1: mm-hmm. you know, Gabby Barrett's not included, Carly Pierce isn't included. It was a huge snub for Kelsey Bellarini to not be included. I, I agree. Mean, you know, they've some I mean, as as bad as it is for country music with females sometimes, they're they've had a hard time coming up with five nominees. Yeah. And there were legitimately eight Eight or nine people that deserve to be
0: nominated this year. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's right. a lot of good women in country music right now. Yeah, and they you know some get some radio play and some don't get as much. But I mean they're you know slept yeah, I mean, on a lot. You know the... La- Lauren Elena.
1: I mean she's had she yeah. keeps having these duet smash hits. Um, Absolutely, with people. I mean, I don't I don't know. Yeah. what do you think on them
0: personally? This one was tough for me. I, I still don't think I have a true prediction. I, I would love to see somebody like Ashley McBride take this. I, I don't. I don't. think it's gonna happen. I'm. I'm gonna. Ooh. I'm gonna go Carrie. I don't know. I don't. I'm just throwing yeah. a name, man. At this no, point, it's... I'm gonna go Carrie
1: Underwood. <laughs> yeah, you can't ever go wrong with Carrie. I mean, you and it's I. A safety name You both prediction. love Ashley. So. <laughs> oh yeah. We would love for Ashley to win, but I'm guessing. You Know just her getting nominated is a win for her, yeah. you know, because this yeah. is her first nomination for female vocalist of the year. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna go, you know, I'm gonna go Marin. I'm gonna go I could see yeah, that just because Miranda and Carrie have won it so many times that right, I think they're gonna mix it up a little bit and, and go, Marin. But any, I mean, mm-hmm. any of they're all great, yeah, they're all
0: great. Yeah, they're all great. But what do we got oh, next, man. my
1: man? Here we go, male, male vocalist of the year, <laughs> Eric Church. The Whoa. the man the chief we got Luke Combs we have Thomas Rhett we have Chris Stapleton and we have Keith Urban Ooh. <laughs>
0: solid <laughs> choices and very hard to predict what's what's your prediction man well Stapleton didn't
1: he only put out a, a he just he just put out a song a couple weeks or about a month ago yeah. his album doesn't come out for. What a couple couple weeks. So couple I can't weeks. imagine that, based on the last year. I mean, Stapleton's won this thing three or four times, but I, yeah, you know, I, I'm guessing that he's probably not going to win it this year. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it'll come down between Luke and Thomas. But mm-hmm. I think Luke's got it. I think he's got it. He won it last year. You can There's no argument on who the biggest star is and who has the best vocals. And I mean, mm-hmm. to me, it's to me, it's
0: Luke or, or it's a shock. Yep, I, I had Luke too, and yeah. uh, I mean, all these guys are so good, and I agree with what you said about Staples, and he really hasn't done much, or put put much music out in the past year to really uh, put him at the, the front of this award, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, but, next year, after this album yeah, comes out, yeah. he's going to be right there, I'm It's sure. going to be a monster album for yeah. him, I'm sure he always does so well with album sales and everything, so, yeah, um, yeah I'm going Luke, I think Luke's going to take it. Yeah, I agree. But... To wrap it up with oh, the man. categories the big one the 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 Holy Grail of awards if you're nominated for a CMA award is Entertainer of the Year. It is and the nominees are the man Eric Church, the other man Luke Combs, <laughs> Miranda Lambert, Carrie Underwood, and Keith Urban. Now that is a tough
1: list right there man. And there's, you know, we could probably come up with five other people that deserve to be nominated for
0: that award, you know. Yeah, I mean, and and all these folks deserve it right in their own regard, you know. But and and it's crazy because no one's really got to perform much this year, you know. And I mean, you know how I feel about 2019 CMA Award Entertainment of the Year. Well, let's
1: let's go in. <laughs> let's before, let's predict. Well, let's just go into what happened last year. So I mean, last okay. year,
0: ever, you know.
1: Everybody on that was following the words thought it was be, that it was going to be between Eric and Carrie because Eric and Carrie have huge devoted, very devoted fan bases. Mm-hmm. You know, Eric has never won Entertainer of the Year, and you know, is just an absolute beast live. Carrie, Carrie's mm-hmm. probably got the the most powerful, best vocals of anybody that we've ever heard live, mm-hmm. and everybody just assumed that it was one of them. In well, somehow, some way, Garth snuck in him.
0: And <laughs> yeah, won it last year. that was, and I <laughs> yeah. love Garth Brooks. I grew up listening to Garth Brooks. I, I was just listening to Garth Brooks last night, but it was not his year. It was no. absolutely not. No, and no way. And not even the energy that Eric brings, or the vocal, you know, the vocal power that Carrie has live. Eric freaking Church, <laughs> for lack of a better term, freaking. Uh, did, did his double down tour where he's playing by himself, no opening acts, three, to, three and a half to four hours a night, two nights in each city. Yeah. Broke Taylor Swift's record at Nissan Stadium in it, for attendance by himself and played for over four hours that night. I was there in the frickin' nosebleeds, but that was probably the best show I've ever been to in my entire life. And, I mean, I saw Carrie and Eric that year. Um, You know, I was fortunate enough to see both of them. And don't get me wrong, Carrie put on a great show. Uh, It's very animated. You know, they've got all the screens and the the special effects. And, you know, she's all over the stage. She's moving, playing guitar at some points. And I don't even know if she was really playing the guitar. Didn't really look like it, but we won't get into that. (laughs) But, I mean, they were both just so great live. And I think Garth only did what, like... Three to five stadium shows, or something. Yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah. I may be wrong there, but
1: yeah. And we are not—we're not trashing Garth. We love, no, Garth. No, no, we love no. Garth. But Garth, you know, this for entertaining the year—at least for me—it is who is the flag bearer for live music, mm-hmm. released music, and representing country music for that year, not that year. Not for career. I mean, yeah. If, if we're it, talking if it's for career, the career, Garth, Garth yeah. would win every year. I mean, every year. Yeah, but for last year or for this year, it it just should not have been Garth. No. No. And and you know, respect And he's not nominated this year cuz he he actually pulled he he attempted to pull himself out of contention yeah. because it got so ugly last year on social media it for him. It did.
0: Eric fans were pissed, Carrie fans were <laughs> pissed too. I mean, even uh when Eric was uh, doing a live show, he snuck some uh diss words in. I know Garth <laughs> didn't do it this way or whatever. Yeah, that's I forget funny. exactly how that went, but that was kind of funny. Ben, uh-huh. he had some fun with it. And you know, Garth said he didn't uh, take no offense to it. That he would have done. He said something like, "I read an interview where he said he would have done the same thing to get uh, that feedback from his fans at a live show." So. Garth, Garth's a great guy, you know, he is, and uh, he's very respectful. Yeah, and it's, it's not his fault that, that he won, I mean. No, yeah. no, there's nothing against him personally whatsoever, I mean, he's a hell of an entertainer, Garth is, I've, I've seen Garth three times, and if he's ever within a six to eight hour radius of me that I can drive to, I'm going, <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't miss a Garth show, but just that year it just wasn't his year in my opinion but um, I don't make those decisions unfortunately or Eric Church would have uh, finally got the award
1: <laughs> yeah and I know I know last year you were fired up oh I, I said there, I was Eric never going to watch
0: another award show <laughs> I was on Facebook Twitter complaining were, about it but you were um, that didn't but that's true that's that why of... people love Eric is that is that kind of passion right yeah there. and uh, yeah. you know he gives it to us and we give it back and uh, you know, I, I just never seen a, a tour like the Double Down tour. I saw three shows, well, two Double Down, then I saw the co-headlining show with uh, Luke in Atlanta that yeah. we went to. But I mean, I saw yeah. Eric three times that year, and I'm just like, yeah, Eric's one of those people it?
1: though that if you if you haven't experienced that live show, you're not going to understand it, and you're not yeah. going to vote for him because he's not he's not the guy that has three or four radio number ones in a year, or mm-hmm. he's he's not the guy that you know. Just does exactly what Nashville wants
0: somebody to do. His his career is based on that live show. Mm-hmm, I agree, yeah. and and he just like ropes the whole crowd, and he's all over. He's walking through the pit, signing records for people, uh, pouring up shots of Jack Daniels for people. Uh, people are sneaking in little mini shots of Jack, and he's taking them as a gift from his fans. And <laughs> I mean, it's just so entertaining, and he's he's telling stories sometimes in between songs, but not much, and he's. Fired up, like, jumped around the stage. I mean, I saw a video where he slipped and fell and kept playing the guitar on the ground and got back up and kept singing. I mean, (laughs) it's just, like, entertaining. And and he's also probably got
1: the best back background vocalist in the world oh yeah with him and maybe the best band in the world so you mm-hmm. got I mean it's got you're Driver not just getting Merck, you are getting
0: you are getting the whole shebang Joanna Cotton the yeah. backup vocals oh my god she's and their energy is unmatched together like it's crazy yeah. they yeah. feed if off you, each other if you so get well. anything
1: out of this show it's when this stuff is over with go see eric church
0: <laughs> yeah if even if you're just a like mediocre fan of like his radio hits you, you'll you'll yeah. fall in love but, uh, but that's yeah. 2019 we're talking 2020 tonight um, so what do you i mean what
1: what do they what will they even base this on because like you see? said there, there hasn't been much this that, year you yeah what that's
0: what i was thinking and if we're going off of you know when we did have a full year of live music I'm thinking it's going to be between Eric and Carrie, just because of uh, how successful their tours were in 2019.
1: Yeah, and probably uh, because of the backlash from last year.
0: You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And for there's sure. still and a little which, bit of that carrying over, obviously. Which at the ACMs, I thought it was crazy because Carrie won, but she tied with Thomas Rhett. Yeah, who's not, like, who's not nominated here. I'm like, what the heck is this, Thomas Rhett? Like, he's great. I love Thomas Rhett, but I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, where'd, the, where'd that come? Who voted for this? I'm like, what is going on? But uh, congrats to Thomas and Kerry on the ACM, though. That's great for them. But I am I was Absolutely. so thrilled. I think the world was thrown off by that. I'm like, how do you have a tie for Entertainer of the Year? Like, pick one or the other. Doesn't, yeah. I don't care who you pick, it's just pick happened.
1: one. That's
0: funny. Uh, so, but, okay, yeah. man, we've uh, talked about it.
1: What do you think? What's the prediction?
0: As much as I would love for Eric to get this, because I think he is so overdue and so deserving for this award, I don't want to get my hopes up. I'm going to go Carrie. Yeah. Um,
1: Carrie's going mean, to take it. If you, if you look at Eric has never won Entertainment of the Year. He's never mm-hmm. won Male Vocalist. He won Album of the Year twice for Mr. Misunderstood in mm-hmm. Chief. And I think Two he won great Best albums. Collaboration with uh, Keith Urban for Raise Him Up. So he he has won some CMA awards, but he's never won no vocalist entertainer of the year. But I just think that there's enough people in Nashville that know that Eric Church needs to have an entertainer of the year. So you're going, Eric? It's gonna, you know, Luke could just sweep all these. I mean, if you're you're basing this just solely on who on who deserves it. You know, mm-hmm. Luke has given the fans the most in 2020. He's done the most lives. He's been out and about. Yeah. But Luke's also really early in his career. And exactly. this is probably Eric's best chance. And I think there's enough people
0: that know that he deserves it. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say he, he sneaks it out. I hope you're right, man. I hope you're right. Trust me. And, you know, like I said, Carrie and Eric both are so very well deserving. All all Everybody's nominated is deserving. You don't get enter you know nominated for entertainer of the year if if you're not deserving. I mean that's a very prestigious award. But yeah, I mean it's if you look at the history of the entertainer of the year, there is not one
1: person that's ever won entertainer of the year that's not going to end up in the country music hall of fame. So yeah, yeah, you win this award and you are a country music immortal that you know, mm-hmm. you're going to end up you know right with the greats. I mean yeah, yeah, you know.
0: But yeah, I think I'm I'm going Carrie. I hope you're right, and, and no disrespect, Miss Underwood, but uh, <laughs> I hope you're right with Eric, man. I would I would be so happy as a fan of his. You know, you know I love Eric so. I mm-hmm. know. Uh, but yeah, that I think that's our last category. Uh, we just did the major categories, guys. There's a few other categories um, that you can check out during or after the show when it airs. But um, that is going to wrap up our predictions. Uh, yep. You got anything else for tonight's show, my man? Um. Well, I just wanted to give a shout out. They. Um, the CMA announced
1: uh, October 22nd, so a couple of days ago, that Charlie Pride would be receiving the 2020 Willie Nelson Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh. You know, Char- Charlie Pride, until Darius Rucker came along, was pretty much the only superstar African American country music artist, and he was, you know, recording in the 60s and 70s. I cannot mm. imagine how tough that was, and he mm. absolutely killed it. In, mm-hmm. you know, in the 60s, 70s, early 80s. I mean, he had 30 number ones. He's still performing today. He's 86 mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. old. I mean, it's, you know, legend. member of the Grand Ole Opry, member of the Country Music Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. You know, just an absolute legend. And there's a lot of people, you know, are aging younger that don't know who Charlie Pride is. They might know Kiss an Angel, Good Morning. Yeah. They don't know much else about him. But it's it's you know I'm I'm shocked that he hadn't already won the lifetime achievement award, but it's but it's pretty cool that they're gonna that they're gonna give it to him this year. That's awesome, um, so well deserving. Uh, well, Luke Bryan, Jason Aldean, and Blake Shelton are not nominated for anything. anything.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I saw that man. That's crazy. That's like that's yeah. it's, that's probably the first time in most recent history, right? That you neither of those minutes. three are nominated for anything. Yeah, not they're not nominated for any. I don't think. Um, mm. I don't think Kenny
1: Chesney's nominated for anything. Either. No, not that I saw. Yeah, so I mean, you've got. I mean, those are especially. I Big mean, those names, are huge names to not get, but that just shows you how deep country music is, and it shows yeah. you it's shifting that, a little bit. Yeah, that it's, it's hard to get. You know, when you got these new yeah. up and comers coming, it's 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 not as easy as it, as it once was for for some of these people.
0: No, nah, I yeah. didn't even think about that. Man, while I was going through the list, that's crazy. Yeah, it's and those right. are guys I love, and I know you're fans of them. You know, oh, yeah. and I mean, you know, Al Dean still had the number one song in America
1: last week. Blake's gosh. Blake's got a huge back-to-back smashes with Gwen right now, and you know, Luke cut his album this year and dropped it. Yeah, I mean, it's not Great like album. those guys aren't aren't act, aren't still super active, but you mm-hmm. know, just other other names got the got the
0: call this year. Very interesting. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, gosh, that's crazy! I can't it believe that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But like we were saying, man, the, the shift of country music, man, the new up and coming guys and gals are talented. Absolutely. Got to compete yeah. with them, you know?
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know, the, which day did you. The awards are. Uh, November 11th. November, November 11th. So I'm sure that we'll be back, you know, the, the day after or that weekend and kind of give a recap of how bad we did on these predictions. <laughs> hey, you never
0: know. <laughs> One of us might be right. We were pretty, never- uh,. Similar with know. most of our choices, but we'll, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see how we did. We'll we'll definitely do a reacting episode um, after the award show with well, that week yep. or so, and uh, drop it for you guys to check out. So, yep. Uh, is, that, is that it, man? I, I don't have anything else on this one. You got anything? No, else? man. I think we <laughs> we covered it deep this week. <laughs> we did well. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, we truly appreciate that. Um, if you haven't yet, go check us out on social media. We're on Facebook. Just search Bro Country Podcast. Uh, we have a business page and a private Facebook group. Um, and we're also on Instagram at Bro Country Podcast. Uh, we're on Twitter at Bro Country Pod. Go check us out. Please like, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. We truly appreciate it. And until next time, keep it country and take care of each other.